On today's episode of The Wave Podcast, NFL Week 10 officially in the books. The season is now well into the second half of the year, and we realized that we only have a few weeks of these left, so we really need to sit back and enjoy them. We're also talking major headlines coming out of Week 10. Uh, We start off by talking about some of the big games that happened, what people are calling the game of the year between the Vikings and the Bills. We're talking about some of the teams that deserve our respect. We give props to the Eastern Division teams in the respective conferences. And we break down what we're looking for over the next couple of weeks as we uh, start to take a look at the playoffs coming right around the corner. As always, we got to talk about the Ravens. Coming off of a bye, we are hosting the Carolina Panthers in Baltimore this week. Ravens are a 13-point favorite. We talk about what we expect out of this game. Uh, John Harbaugh, statistically, very good off a of bye in the past. We match up well against the Panthers. We get into the matchup of the units, what we do well, what they don't do well, our keys to victory, and ultimately what we're looking for coming out of this game. We finished up talking a little bit more about football. We give our picks of the week. We're officially on OBJ watch. We're waiting to see where Odell decides to sign. We both give a prediction. Spoiler alert. We're not on the same page. We wrap up by talking some baseball as winter meetings are right around the corner. Free agency is getting underway. Season awards are being given out. And as always, we have shout outs before we send you into a great weekend. So without further ado, here we go. Episode 28. Welcome back to the Wave Podcast. Today is Friday. What's the fucking date? Oh, I don't even know. November 18th, 2022. Jesus. And it's officially Thanksgiving week. That's a lie. It's not, but we're close. What do you... Uh, well... It's uh, it's the right. end of the week prior right. to... But Why can't I find our agenda? Yeah, man, we're the week before Thanksgiving, though. Yeah? What do you know? Dude, we're... I was looking on the NFL app today of just like the Ravens schedule and like you scroll mm-hmm. and it was just really quickly coming to an end. Yeah, I had a real come to Jesus moment the other day when I heard uh, Pat McAfee say that we're getting ready to start week 11. Yeah, I hate it. We have eight weeks left. Huh. It sucks. So there's 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 now less weeks than like there has already been. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Saw saw my first mock draft today. No, nah, no, nah, you can't do mock drafts until like the week of. No, it made me mad, and I'm a big draft guy. It made it made me very mad. Like you're mad that you saw a mock draft, or mad at what the results were? No, just the fact that I saw a mock draft. Because I mean, the fact that anybody's doing a mock draft in fucking November is bullshit. Need a little pee pee whack. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also like, it means we're like starting to figure out who's going to be drafting where, and I don't like that. Yeah, man. Oh, here I found the agenda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, man. It's kind of, it's kind of like a depressing time. Yeah, definitely. You know. Yeah, but I mean, I guess that just means we need to 
enjoy every week of football. It's kind of what I've been at. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of sit back and relax and take mm-hmm. it all in. Yeah. Yeah. But before we jump into sports, how you been, man? How you Dog, been? Pretty, I'm pretty hectic week since we last jumped on here for you. But uh, how you doing? Um, dude, I'm going to be honest, mad overwhelmed with this new <laughs> position. When you go from being at where the role I was at to now overseeing four different places, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's a, a big step, dude. Massive. And it's a little alarming. It, um, sure, sure. I just saw I just saw the ring on your finger when you scratched your face and took me back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't even had time to really process that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's been a crazy last two weeks, but we're, you know we're doing well. The leaving, the departure of of the place I was your, at, pl- your previous position, was difficult. Yeah, one yeah. of the hardest, one of the hardest things I've actually ever had to do. It was difficult. Yeah, dude, I can imagine. But I mean, vote of confidence for you. Them having enough uh, faith in you to take on this this new role. Yeah. It's yeah, gotta man. be. It's gotta be. You know, a nice little kick in the ass for you. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Also, very scary. But yeah. Well, yeah, sure. That just comes. That's come normal with the territory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, how are you? Good, man. Good. Um, didn't didn't really do much last week. It was great waking up at nine o'clock and just immediately threw football on. Sunday was great. Sunday was phenomenal. I saw Black oh, Wakanda forever. I saw it on Friday. I pretty much didn't watch any football this week, which I kind of told you I wasn't bye week. I'm a yeah. Raven. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I was on the bye week. Unfortunately, my bets don't have a bye, so <laughs> I just I had to I had hey, to roll with it. Speaking of bets, speaking of bets, Maryland's uh, gonna be legal. That's yeah, that's right. We uh, we got the news what yesterday Tuesday. I think it was I, I think it was like officially Tuesday, but like Wednesday. Wednesday was the day was that like the, the rollout of what's gonna be available and all that different stuff. Right, Mar- Maryland residents uh, found out that. A number of mobile sports books are yeah, going to be awarded licenses in the state and can be begin taking bets as early as next week. How many times? Who's going to crash more that process or Ticketmaster with Taylor Swift? I dude, Ticketmaster. I'm not even a Taylor Swift that fan. That is and banana land to me. Yeah, like okay, I love Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. I would confirm. I would not pay more than like. Six hundred, eight hundred. No, 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 no. To the, sit high, like, right, like right, right. The Just cheapest to be in the building. Yes, the amount that I've seen some people paying. It, it's to actually see a mental Swift. illness. Oh yeah, like, yeah. And I'm not I trying to make. I'm not, I'm not trying to make a joke of mental illness. It's just like, yo, she don't give a shit about you. No, like at all. No, she like, does not. Like actually, you're. She's milking the shit out of you. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. And these people, I saw a couple of the videos that the guys were talking about, like these emotional breakdowns. It's like, yo. Yeah, so the videos that you're referencing uh, were like the TikTok ones that were floating around our group chat. I'm obviously not on TikTok, yeah, however. Boomer. You are actually becoming more and more of a boomer. Dude, shut As up. you live. You hey. really are, though. No. No, you are. No. That's just not, that's a, that's a fallacy. No, it's not a fallacy. It's it, the truth. No, no, that's wrong. Um, but no, like I have like friends, like people that I know personally that were like gr- grown ass people uh-huh. it's weird, that dude. were ranting on the internet it's Very strange. about not being able to get Taylor Swift tickets. Now, hold on. Don't throw it out like Taylor Swift. Like she is the biggest. Sure. I mean, female pop. Maybe uh, actually time out. Probably the biggest. Yeah, no, she's definitely up there for sure. No, like in all of. Like, now, now why she is, I don't know, but. Dude, Look, I we, like we ta- all, we all, I know, I know, I know. We I'm all know how I feel about Taylor Swift. I'm a Swifty, but I'm I, not that. I am that. very much not. I am not that. She, no, she is remarkable, and she is, she is every bit. Remarkable might be a, a bit of a as, stretch, my friend. She is every bit as hyped. She is. Oh, no, 
She is. She's not. But like twelve thousand dollars for a ticket up in the nosebleed where you gotta get binoculars, Maz Kanata binoculars. It ain't worth it. Nothing is at that point. No, 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 no. You're right. It's a, a a service from Jesus Christ. I wouldn't pay that much. Well, I feel like that would kind of defeat the purpose. But yes. By what? Like paying for a service like that. You, what I'm trying to say. I, dude, I understand what you're saying. I'm just making. Like, a point. if there was ever anything, it would be like probably, <laughs> hey, let's go chat with God. <laughs> like that yeah. would probably be it. Yeah. And I wouldn't pay that much. I'd be like, no, that's I'll, that's absurd. I'll see you in the afterlife. That's absurd. And like honestly, like it, I. I'm not I'm I'm not about to be one of those people who is like, you know, it's at some point we have to talk about Taylor Swift, like allowing something like that to happen. Like there is nothing that she could do about it. No, no, like, it's not, it's, yeah. it's it's supply and demand. Actually, it's actually her fans that are making it. No, honestly, I be, I don't even believe it's her fans. Like I really do think it's just like scumbags who buy up all these tickets just to sell them for 800, yeah. 800% markup. It's pretty messed up. Yeah. Yeah, like and, and, and unfortunately PS5s. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's just, you know, supply and demand. That's just how economics has been and always will be. Yeah. So there's really nothing you can do about it. But on it, like it would be it would be more beneficial, I think, for her fan base or at least for her like true fans. If somehow she like came up with a way to sell direct like through her own platform, not through Ticketmaster. I know. I was, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that way, like people who and I guess it's kind of hard to like verify who's a real fan and who's a scammer. But. Yeah, that that whole ordeal was wild. Thankfully, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, and we'll never have to deal with that. Yeah, I, I'm. I only knew about it because I knew a bunch of people who were, right, yeah. and so I was just like, "Damn, that yeah, sounds no, crazy." Tough, Let me know how that goes for you. <laughs> tough, tough situation. Yeah. Tough situation. Um, so I might as well just get right into it, man. Last week, Ravens were on a bye. NFL Week Ten, as I was, as you were, yep. right? NFL Week Ten came and went. What'd you think? So I caught the last. Ten minutes? No, not even the last five minutes of the Bills uh, uh, Vikings game. Mm-hmm. That was maybe the most banana land ending of a football game yeah. I've ever seen. Just take out the Justin Jefferson catch, take out the overtime, take out the mm-hmm. pick, take yeah. the fumble on the one inch line. Because I was saying to my dad and Todd, I was like, "Yo, they could still get a safety here, get the ball back." Right. And I believe a field goal would have won them the game, correct? Or would have taken it to overtime. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I think it would have won them the game. I don't know. I don't really know. Well, no, because the, the Bills would have... No. No, I think it would have won them the game. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I don't yeah. remember. And I said to that, my dad, was like, Yo, this isn't an easy play. Like This game is not over. And then when he... Fumb- At first, I thought he got the safety. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. And then Todd was like, bro, I think he fumbled. And I was like, there's no way he fumbled. And then he fumbled. And I was just like... I don't think people are talking about that play enough. Like that No, is- they're not. That is, it kind of got washed when it went to overtime. Like, it didn't really, Yeah. it kind of like, I said to my dad, though, on that one play, because the Bills had 12 guys on the field, and... Did you know that that was intentional, by the way? Really? So, uh, Buddy Ryan, the father of Rex Ryan, Mm -hmm. when he was uh, with the the Bears back in, like, the 80s, he said that he would do that, like, backed up, like, on the goal line inside his own, like, five-yard line. He would intentionally throw a 12th man out there because everything is so smushed, and, like, the back judge... They don't have the same vantage point uh, of the, yeah yeah the yeah count. that makes it's, sense. You know, everything's closer and, and there's wider. only so much closer you can get. Right, exactly. So that they they don't have the the same ability to have everything in front of them in a in a controlled. But space. then also, so he that, was he he basically was on just that like, same yeah, play. Dalvin Cook dropped the game winning tutter right, right? Mm-hmm. and I was so mad that that because everyone was like, oh my god, they jumped, they jumped, they jumped, and I was like, yeah, but it wouldn't have mattered. Like that touchdown, they score. Like it. Right. it but then, ball don't lie. The ball eventually got into the engine for the the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, 
I, I have no idea how I feel about him. Dude, I'm in the same boat. Like, I, I, feel like I want to like the Vikings. I feel like, no, see, I like the Vikings. I mean, I, think I, I the want to like them the as, as, as far as, like, being a for-real Super Bowl threat. I think they're, I think they are. You do? Mm-hmm. See, I don't. Mm-hmm. I think they're better than the Eagles. See, I don't know about that either. Eagles had a really easy schedule, bro. They did. They did. Although they I, did, will, they I will I will say beat those Vikings. I heard well that was also in week two, which right. is like the counter argument to that point. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. I heard a I heard a pretty fucking wild stat this morning. So with Jordan Davis on the field, mm-hmm. the Eagles are allowing I think it was like two and a half, two point five yards per rush on the season. With Jordan Davis off the field, it's like five point seven. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you want to talk about making a difference. Yeah. And he's he's been out the last two weeks against Houston mm. and then now against Washington. Okay. Games in which they've struggled. So interesting. So there's clearly a difference between having him on the field and having him not on the field, and it's Impact correlated rookie. to hmm. exactly. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Remember when he was rumored to be going to the Ravens? Yeah, and we took Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. Well, I think Philly took him before us, actually, because I think they knew we were going to take him, and then they jumped us. Oh, I think you're right. No, you you are correct. I'm sorry. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> my bad. That was my fault. <laughs> That's my fault. Um, but no, I was actually talking to one of my friends uh, from Philly. <clears throat> Family from Philly. No. You're a native of Philly. Nope. Okay. Not sure. Before the game Monday night. and uh, Were they nervous? He, I don't know that he was nervous, but he, he definitely said, like, Philly will struggle to stop the run down the stretch without mm-hmm. Jordan Davis. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he basically laid it out perfectly. He was like, without Jordan Davis, we can't stop the run. Yep. And any team that has any sort of resemblance of a run game, we will struggle with. And yep. lo and behold, that's exactly what Washington did on Monday night. Correct. They, I mean, Brian Robinson had 20-plus carries for – I want to say either close to or over 100 yards. Like, he, he was awesome. Yep. Antonio Gibson got in the mix. and I, I love the Commanders. Do you? Mm-hmm. I, see, I love Heineken. Yeah, that's that's it. I couldn't care less about them when old Carson Carson was in there. Um, but, like, Heineken, you could tell the team just likes him more. You can oh, just without, see it. Without you can see it from a, a mile of away. Um, and I think he was just named starter for this week, too. So Oh, was think, he? Yeah. Oh, I awesome. Think, I think it's either that or he's expected to be because, announced. Yeah, because I know Wentz is eligible to come off IR this week. Correct. That is I, – I, I could have told you Wentz wasn't going to work. I could have told Honestly, you. Honestly, at what point do we need to say, like, maybe it's not the team or the system. No, it's now. Maybe it's Wentz. Like, maybe it Wentz is just not year. good. Yeah, I agree. It I mean, he was, back, he, he was back with Frank. He had an MVP candidate yeah. running back. He had a top five O-line in the, in the league, let alone, like, maybe of all time. Like, that offensive line last year – was unbelievable in Indianapolis. Yeah. And, I mean, he he had two chances at the end of the season to just win a game and get them into the playoffs, and he couldn't do it. Yeah. One of them against Jacksonville. And the other against the Raiders. Yeah. On an interim head coach. Speaking of the Raiders, dude. They stink, too. They're a debacle. Hey, remember when uh, their interim head coach led them to the playoffs, and then they said, hey, thanks, get out of town? When are we going to get to a point where Josh McDaniels stops getting head coaching jobs? Dude, it— Honestly, and like, why I are love... guys like like? There's guys that are better. Like, not man, I don't know if they're better, but they're like just as good, qualified, qualified. Maybe is the better word. Honestly, and, like, that's aren't. that's kind of so weird to me, dude. We we were both kind of talking about it last week, the hiring of Jeff Saturday for the Colts, mm. and how it basically just went around everything that we've known. But you know, on the flip side of that coin, and maybe this is just revisionist history because it literally happened, but. Jeff Saturday never coached a game in college, never coached a game in the professional level. And he came in and immediately beat Josh McDaniel, who has been a coach for his entire life. And did you hear the Raiders can't fire him? 
Yeah, because they're like cash poor or something. Like yeah. they can't afford to fire him. That is. How do you get to that point? So like, I it's think almost it, like when you buy something and you think like. Maybe so I, I think should it actually has to do with the structure of ownership with the Raiders because technically I believe could it have something to do also just like the relocation in that process. Yeah, like, yeah, because they had to, they had the they had to build the new stadium and I don't know who paid for it or where the funds came. I would from imagine exactly. probably the city. Yeah, that's I what I mean. Imagine. But I don't think Mark Davis kind of just got away with not paying for anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe he did. Those um, rich scumbags can figure it out. Yeah. But uh, no, I believe the team is technically owned by his mother, Al Davis's wife. Oh, I mean, Josh McDaniels. No, 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 <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Now wait no, a second. Mark, Mark Davis. Up. Mark Davis. His his mom is still uh, around. Okay. And I believe she is technically the owner of the team. Is Al she? Davis, obviously. Oh, Al, okay. I'm all. I thought we were talking about Al Davis and his mother. No. <laughs> I was like, how is she still kicking? God dang, that's no, remarkable. You're, you're all over the place, bro. Yeah, I am. No, I no. Al Davis's wife, Mark Davis's mother, I believe, is technically the owner. Okay. So, and, but I don't. Mark Davis is is running the show, basically. I don't know. It's a fucking shit show. Where, uh, haircut. Oh, bowl cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bowl cut backpack. PF Changs. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I honestly, it's I don't know how you let it get there, but also like another thing, just outside of the whole financial aspect of it, if you go back and look at their first round draft picks under Mike Mayock, it's a fucking travesty. Yeah, it's bad, dude. They're they're there's a really badly poorly ran franchise. To be completely honest with you, yeah, yeah, without um, question, from the top down, like even like like that one year. I mean, I guess I mean I hate to bring him up, but like like was it no, uh, Jute Rugs. Henry Ruggs, yeah. Ruggs was good. Ruggs was great. I mean, the yeah. fact that he was the first receiver taken in that draft was That's what I mean. Like, it was rid- a little weird. Ridiculous. That was a 2020 draft, right? Yeah, that was the draft with Jerry Judy, with CeeDee Lamb, uh, I believe with Justin Jefferson. Yeah, like, like CeeDee Lamb is by far the superior. I think him and Justin Jefferson are one. Are, oh, Jefferson was in that draft class, yeah, too. But, right? but sure. coming out, and I remember, I can't remember if I was talking to you or if I was talking to somebody else, but I remember... Screaming from the rooftops, CeeDee Lamb was by far the most NFL-ready receiver yes. at that point. And I think Jefferson was probably number two. I think Jefferson was one, dude, the you whole so? time. Yeah, you see that video of the Vikings when they got to pick him? Like, it was very clear. Well, that was because fucking Philly took Jalen Ray. I know, but like that's what I mean. Like, when you see the reaction, you're right, like, right. oh, my God, a, a gem I mean, just fell into our even, laps. Even, like, I don't even think Henry Ruggs was the best receiver on that on his Alabama team that year because Jerry no, Judy was coming. No, out. yeah, that, that was that— yeah, I thought Judy was sick. Judy, coming out of I college. still do think Judy's very good. He just plays. He, he plays a for a, a a quarterback that literally sucks. He, <laughs> he like, he's no, off. Literally, did you see that stat where if they would have scored eighteen, 18 more points, points in every they game. would be eight and one or something like that? In, in every game, if they scored, if they 18 scored points, eighteen points, they I think they'd be like seven and two or something. That is a rust stat, without question. That's a quarterback stat, in my without, opinion. Agreed. That's like a that's a like I can point a finger you. Hey, you're the problem. Stop maybe doing some lunges and aisles on the on the plane. Yeah, like maybe figure out. Maybe maybe get your head in the playbook. Stop cooking ramen noodles. Maybe start cooking some some Tai Chi. And that's the, that's a that's, <laughs> that, that's a, a that's a form of martial arts, pal. <laughs> thinking of um, pad Thai. Pad Thai. That's exactly go. what I was thinking of. <laughs> I, I could see your brain working. <laughs> Steam rolling out. In my yeah, ears. exactly. The fucking cogs <laughs> turning in your head. <clears throat> no, but yeah, exactly. So you look back at. Some of the first-round picks over the last couple of years, especially under Mayock and Gruden, they took Henry Ruggs in 2020. They took uh, Jonathan Abram, I think, in 2021, who they just Ew. cut. 
Stinky. They took Clellan Farrell a couple years ago, fourth overall, and they mm. declined his fifth-year option. I don't even know if he's still on the team. Uh, That's bad. They drafted Josh Jacobs in the first round a couple years ago. He's really good. But yeah, they, but he stinks now. No, he's still good, but they like Josh McDaniel because he comes from the New England tree where they don't use running backs. He just he refuses he refuses to use him because he doesn't want to pay. It goes him. back to what I'm saying, dude. Josh McDaniel stinks. He's not a good not a good coach. And I kind of think he's never been. No, I agree. Like he because what he went to Denver. Yeah, he wasn't worth a shit in Denver, and then he was going to be the Colts head coach, and he was like, ah, fuck it, turn it around, and went back to New England. Yeah, he's just. I don't understand why, you know, this circle of coaches just continues the to carousel, get yeah. recycled. Yeah. And that goes back to the whole Jeff Saturday thing because Jeff Saturday, football guy. He was a leader on the field. Everybody who's – like I listened to A.J. Hawk talk about him because A.J. played with uh, – A.J. Mm-hmm. played with Jeff that one year Jeff played in Green Bay. Sure. And A.J. was like, no, Jeff was a that. coach on the field. Like you have to have some sort of just bare-level – yeah, mental sure. elevation when you're a center because yeah, you're calling you, you out protection have to, and you have to know you have to understand everybody's job on the offensive sure. line. Mm-hmm. But AJ was like, no, Jeff was a coach on the field. Jeff was one of the guys that could have literally called or coached or directed any sort of position, and that's yeah. why him and other guys like Darius Butler and Pat McAfee, those guys were like, look, I'm not going to count Jeff out, mm-hmm. and we saw it. I mean, he literally he he took this Colts team that was without maybe their best player on defense. Mm-hmm. And fucking beat the Raiders in Vegas. Yeah. I don't think that's much of a... No, it's not. But we're also talking about a team that just fired their coach and their offensive coordinator within the last two weeks. Yeah, but see, I always kind of feel like that first week or that first game after you you make a coaching change, to me, a coaching change is also a reflection of the players and how they're playing. So, like... Okay. Like, I feel like at that point, it's personal for the players that they want to get up and get going for this new guy that they have. Yeah, definitely. Well, and, and also, they, like, this is something that, like actual former NFL players have talked about. Like, when a coach gets fired, everyone in the locker room knows that, like, they could be gone next. Yeah, that's next, what I mean. Next year, like, they got to put something on tape. That's what I mean. So, like, so it, it – Yeah, everybody coaching definitely change, That's why I want the Caps to do it. But Whoa. I digress. Whoa. I digress. The Caps are the debacle. And Cap, Peter Lobby sucks. The Caps are in a real bad spot. I mean, everyone's hurt. So, I mean – No, yeah. yeah sure. it's, it's tough. But, yeah, it – that – the 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 – the Vegas situation is crazy. You got Derek Carr crying in the post game. You got you got Devontae Adams kind of saying the same thing the next day. He's kind of, he was just like essentially saying like, "Do you think he regrets leaving Green Bay?" Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Well, maybe not because when you get that cash, I really don't think winning plus no state income tax in Nevada. Yeah, actually, I take that back. And it's <laughs> and it's and it's Green Bay. They wear cheese on their head. That's true. But yeah, no, he does not. Aaron Rodgers versus Derek Carr. I don't think he cares. No. Actually, the more I think of it, the more I think, no, he does not care because he's making the sheets that he's he's getting. Mm-mm, no, he, he is care. just getting so much money, and rightfully so, so much. Yeah, he's 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 unbelievable. I I think the fact talent wise, I think he's the best receiver in the NFL. The fact that he's where he is and he's still putting up the Disgusting stats numbers. is is an indication without Henry uh, Hunter Renfro and Dar- uh, Darren Waller. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. defenses knew exactly that that's the game plan, and and still can't stop. He's still dominating. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what else? So we mentioned just now, we mentioned his former team, the Green Bay Packers. They get, listen to this. I don't know if you heard the stat last week. A bunch of people were talking about it. They were, I think the line closed at four and a half. Mm-hmm. The Packers, that that was the biggest home underdog they were in Aaron Rodgers' career. Dang. And they won outright against the Cowboys. Damn. Which I don't know about you, but that was the most like easy Packers are going to win this game mm-hmm. of all time. Well, because if they didn't, their legitimately season was dead. Like yeah, oh one yeah. million percent. I still think it is a little bit, but like if they lost, you go to two and seven. Was that what it was? Would have been? Uh, maybe. 
Or no, three and three and six, three and seven maybe. So they're now four and five. Honestly, I have no fucking. I thought idea. they were now three and six. Okay, so maybe you're right. I think they're now just three yeah. and six. Yeah. And then in that division, you got the Lions, Vikings, Bears, and then Bears. So mm-hmm. they could still maybe still squeak into a little wild card spot, but not dead yet. No, definitely not dead yet. And what not, I don't understand, not quite as dead as the Queen, but it's got like a beaten heartbeat like the, the yeah, King. Yeah, they're, you know they're I mean? definitely... It's like looking tough, maybe. They're, they're definitely plugged in, for sure. On life support, yeah. what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, plug is still in the wall, but... Hands on it. Conversations are being had they hit the outside button. the room. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Um, but what I don't understand about this, Cowboy, or about this Packers team is the blueprint is so obvious. Like, the, the receivers are not great. Mm-hmm. I Like, Christian Watson had a great game. I think he's going to blow up. I hope he does, because I think he could be very good in the NFL. I think he's going to blow up. Sammy Watkins is nothing. They huh. cut. They cut. Shocked. <laughs> yeah, Another we know, EDC we master class. They cut oh, that kid, Amari Rogers. Yeah, he hated him. Seven fumbles on punts in the last two seasons, <laughs> which is just unbelievably bad. That is how, that you almost have to try. Yeah, exactly. He missed one out. Uh, who Alan Lazard? Who's okay, but he's not a one. No, 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 he's not okay. He stinks. And I mean, their tight end is Robert Tunyon, who is okay. Not do they? Great. Do they? Does do the Packers hate Aaron Rodgers? Probably, yeah. Because like they that we hearing these these weapons he has or does not have is that's bad, dude. Yeah, yeah, bad. maybe. But, uh, no, the blueprint is so obvious for this team. Fucking, you have A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Just give them the ball. Yeah, and they finally did. And, and Aaron Jones ran the ball like 25 yeah. times over 100 yards, and they put up 30 points. Aaron Jones is filthy. He's unbelievable. And I feel like he's like so underused and underutilized that yeah, it's, like, because it's not, disgusting. Not only, like, A.J. Dillon's very good. Aaron Jones is just a better running back. Yeah. But not only is he the best running back on that team, he's probably the best receiver on that team, too. Like, there are so many different ways that you can use him and get him the ball, and they just don't do it. He's by far the best player in that offense outside of Rodgers, 1 million percent. Yeah, no question. 1 million percent. And I think he was, well, definitely not with Devontae, but he was close. Like, he was still a great weapon that, like, I just don't understand how that team hasn't done anything else. And it just reverts back to the the asshole under center. (laughs) I saw a stat before the season started, and it was when I was doing all my fantasy preparation, and it was. in games without Devontae Adams over the last, like, three years or something in Green Bay, Aaron Jones averaged 20 points a game or more. Like, his his floor was 20 points a game. Damn. In games without Devontae Adams. So I Which was makes like, no sense with their game plan this year. Right, exactly. Makes Just no fucking sense. fucking give him the ball. Give him the... Give him the ball. Give him the fucking ball. Let the ball eat. And, again, we go back to Sunday. That's exactly what they did. They gave him the ball. Yeah. They gave A.J. Dillon the ball. And... What do you know? Against a team that has a very good front, a very good defense in general in Dallas, they were able to move the ball and yeah. had a lot of success. At will. At w- yeah, exactly. At will. Uh, one other thing that I think we need to talk about before we move on to the Ravens this week. Um, you brought it up earlier. Two divisions that I don't think anybody expected this out of. Holy shit. Both AFC and NFC East divisions. Each team could freaking make the playoffs. Each, Yeah. If the if the like commanders could easily make the playoffs. If the season ended right now, out of those eight teams, seven of them would be in the playoffs. Now, is it possible? I don't. I haven't really looked at the NFC playoff tree scenario. Mm-hmm. Like, are the Giants blocking the Commanders from being in? Or? I don't know if they're necessarily blocking them, uh, but the I believe because you I don't know if it's everyone in the division, but I know the Commanders play the Giants twice, and I think they play Dallas once also. So, mm-hmm. like, there are a lot of divisional games that are going to come up for those teams. Yeah. But 
That's crazy, dude. dude. It, no, it's insane. The, the AFC East makes the Ravens' three losses look way fantastic. more. But like even more actually to me frustrating is because like the Ravens we could easily be 8-1 against those teams. Right. The Bills would be at that point, what, 5-4? Five five and 5-4, four? Four, 6-4 maybe. I don't know if they – yeah, they've had their bye. They'd be 5-4. So five five yeah. They should have lost that game. They'd be 5-4. You'd game. then have the Dolphins who would be – they're now what, 7-3 and three, or 6-3? 7-2. They would be six and three. Ravens would be eight and one at the top of the of the conference. Yep. Damn. But no, you you sent something to me on Instagram earlier today that you wanted to talk about it, and and I completely agree. Like, while I have my skepticism around the Jets team and yeah. also around the yeah. Patriots, because and I, I do just too with the Giants. Sure, and yeah, yeah. I, I for sure, for sure. I do think there's something to be said about, you know, like we just mentioned, the fact that it's week 10, we're going into week yeah. 11, and seven and eight, of these eight teams would be in the playoffs. We're right past now. that point where it's like, okay, are these teams good? Like, no, no, they're... No, we we know who teams are yeah. at this point. At this and, point in the season. I mean, can teams definitely choke, and maybe we're, we're a little... I mean, at this point, the Ravens were 8-3 and three last year. So, like, <laughs> right. so like it, things can definitely happen and change, but it's just crazy that, like... We've gotten this far, and these guys are still doing. And it kind of feels like with all those teams, other than like the the Bills and the and like the the Eagles, it feels like all those teams are like just one player away from being right all there. really really good teams. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like the Jets and the the Patriots and the Giants are all in that same neighborhood of like if mm-hmm. they just had a serviceable quarterback that like yeah. I mean they have serviceable ones now, but like I feel like if they all had a quarterback that was actually if you take. I mean, if you take like for example, if you take Tua and put him on the Jets, mm-hmm. like, oh, instantly Jesus. they're they're the they're the Bills. They're like they're in they're, they're what the Dolphins are now. They're, right. Or or if you take if tried you take, to tell y'all Tua was good. I was on your side. I tried. I agreed to, with you, George. Right. Todd. Yeah. <laughs> tried oh, to Todd, tell you, well, Todd was a Tua. Uh, I think a so. No, yeah. I thought Todd. I was thought a you were guy. a non-Tua dude. No, I was I was very open about respecting Tua. I said I had my I said I had my my doubts about him and and that I thought there were probably some areas that he could get better. But overall, no, I thought he was good. And hmm. I think what I ex- my exact take was that I thought he was good enough on this team with Terry Kill, Jalen Waddle. Okay, I think that is what Mike you were McDaniel saying. I think you were to, maybe... To, to win Mike McDaniel's games. so freaking good. He's awesome, dude. And, and everybody wants to talk about the Bradley Chubb acquisition at the deadline, which is a fantastic move because yeah. Bradley Chubb's a fucking animal. Yeah, it's a really good sign. What I think is flying dangerously under the radar is them getting Jeff Wilson from San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. I thought so too. Because I don't know if you remember. Two years ago, I think, was when Jeff Wilson like kind of like first came onto the scene. Yeah. And he was like he was good. And obviously Mike McDaniel comes from the Shanahan tree and he was kind of like that mastermind of that offense. But last year when um Raheem Mostert got hurt and then Elijah Mitchell was in and out with injuries, Jeff Wilson was like the guy. The dog. And they got Chase Edmonds out of there in Miami. And uh, what's his name? McDaniel. Or, yeah, Mike McDaniels was like, uh, no, let me get Jeff Wilson. Yeah. Gave up next to nothing for him. And in the two weeks he's been in Miami, he's rushed for over 200 yards. I was going to say, yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's a, good, that's a well-oiled machine over there. No doubt. If, they're, if their defense can just hold up in the back end, I, know. I, I think they're going to be a really dangerous team. I think they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah. Tough to beat. They kind of they remind me a little bit of the Ravens where I said this at the beginning of the season that I thought the Ravens would come this time of the year after the bye. They would start rolling. Mm-hmm. Schedule, you look at that. But I think the Dolphins are especially that way because I just feel like that team's gluing exactly how I think they wanted them to be gluing. And mm-hmm. Tua's just getting better and better every week. He's just recovered from a new brain. <laughs> Essentially, um, and the fact that he's still playing as good as he is is yeah, it's I crazy. The, I think the Dolphins are 
the team that like no one's talking about though, and the freaking Chiefs are <sighs> a wagon, and Pat Mahomes is having a crazy that, season. That's kind of been like the topic of conversation this week to this point. Is no like, one's talking about every, him, dude. I think we just have Patrick Mahomes fatigue. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, well we need we we shouldn't because the dude is in, the in dude my, is really freaking good. I feel like you agree with me here, but in my opinion, he's the MVP right now. And yeah, I, like I don't even yeah. think it's particularly close. Mm-hmm. It's not. I heard a stat earlier today when I was coming home from work. Pat Mahomes, he's in his what sixth season now? Yeah, exactly fifty percent of his games he's thrown for at least three hundred yards. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So like a three hundred yard day and like two three touchdowns is just, just like what we've come to expect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, I, I hope we don't get as like an AFC guy. Like I, I hate him, but yeah. like I hope as a sports football fan, we don't get Pat Mahomes fatigue because guys like these, like I think we're really fortunate. It's the, it's, it's the LeBronification. Like yeah. you know, you just yeah. you just come to expect it. And when it comes to like things like the MVP award, you just have to kind of sit there and think of, oh, okay, well we can't give it to Pat Mahomes every single year, so we yes, have to you find. Can. <laughs> the next guy yes, to you give can. It to. I you hate I mean? that. I hate that. No, like, I do too. Because like when people are like, you can't give it to him because they won two years ago or last year. Like, no, if they're the best players if, in if the league, the most valuable with LeBron. Like LeBron the... didn't win probably two, three extra MVPs because it was like, well, yeah, because they were like, well, we have to give it to James Harden and we have to give it yeah. to you know Steph Curry, where yeah. LeBron was very clearly the most dominant player He's... in the NBA for all those years. And it's the same thing happened. We're with dealing with the same thing in Kansas City right now. That team's up. That team is a juggernaut. Yeah, I mean nobody nobody has more touchdowns than Pat Mahomes. Yeah, the Chiefs are the number one team in the NFL. He's really good outside of Philly, who. You know, no, they're the number one team in the NFL. I know, I agree, but no, you're absolutely right. What were what, they? What seven and two? Yeah, that sounds right. Something like that. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the the talk coming into the season obviously was, is their offense going to be as dynamic yep. without Tyreek Hill? They have not skipped a fucking. They're fine because they have they have the guy named Patrick Mahomes. And, I'm here, and and I'm now here. now they got fucking Kadarius Tony going. Watch out, sneaky. Sne- it's one of those trades that I feel like in like two, three years we're, like, we're going to look back and be like, "How did we let that? Why? Happen? Why did the NFL? Why didn't the NFL veto this? Yeah, the uh, Chris Paul to the Lakers. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. I feel like we that was a good talk. Yeah, it was, was, cool. was a nice little rundown of what's been going on. Yeah. Past past few weeks or so. You want to jump into week eleven? Sure, dude. So obviously we talked about it. Ravens are coming off a bye. So is Scott Bradley. Mm. Coming off a bye. But emotionally, no, because I saw Wakanda forever, and Jesus oh. Christ. I was I was a wreck. That first, like, five minutes. Yeah. And then the last five. Oh, my God. Whew. You stayed for the uh, the, the mid-credit scene, right? I did. I sure did. Unlike Mark? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, but yeah, bye week. They're getting healthy, I think. Can I can I stand on a podium real quick? Please. Please don't rush back a Jabo. No, I'm with you. Take your time. Even, like... I honestly, when they drafted him, I didn't think we were getting anything out of him this year. See, I kind of that happened expected... seven months ago, dude. No, I'm, I'm well aware, brother. No, that... it, no, it was longer than that. I think it was in like January or February. I thought it was in February. I think it was in January because pro days are typically January, Feb in that range. But let's just say it happened in February. It's eight and a half, nine months ago. Yeah, dude. He that the fact that he's here, he's like here. he's here. He's like chomping at the bit. Tells uh-huh. you what kind of athlete he is. Also tells you he might might be a dog. That's what I mean. Like yeah. it just kind of shows you the dude's like a Rottweiler, ready to get, <laughs> get to get at it. He's on he's on like the the steel chain mm-hmm. with like, like the barbed wire yeah. chain. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, I just I'm so interested with this team. The, uh, still the biggest question mark is that that wide receiver, receiver room is so bad. Like 
Like what? God forbid <laughs> if Dufresne gets hurt. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got training are, camp James Prochet running routes we, out there. We are paper thin. Yeah, at the receiver position. Yeah, and I mean, obviously Duvernay would be worst case scenario, but I mean, God forbid something happens to Prochet or Wallace, oh, right. yeah, or then you're elevating uh, Demarcus guys. Robinson. Yeah, I mean Benjamin Victor played against yeah, the Saints. That's bad. I, what I just and what's annoying is that they don't they don't they don't need. A top guy, they don't. They need. No, I mean, like, you don't. We don't need a Devonte Adams. That's what or I mean. Cooper like, Cup you don't or, need that. They just need someone that's freaking serviceable, but not a Deshaun Jackson. No, Deshaun. I I literally I called it. He was gonna have two to three catches. Mm-hmm. He was gonna have like forty yards, and his hamstring was gonna pop out of his skin. Yep. And sure enough, and, that's exactly yep. what happened. Yep. And he's on. The, he's on. He didn't practice today. Not really. Yeah, didn't practice. That's so fucking so, on brand. Yeah, it's I, painful. Hopefully when Andrews gets back, likely we'll get going so I'd say like an extra little target there that they can have. Which, um, that's another thing. Why not just put them on the field at the same time? We have. Yeah. I feel like we haven't seen that hardly vault. at all. It's too deep in the vault. Oh, uh, yeah. Greg Roman's little stubby hands can't reach into it. Yeah, he's got he's got too much of the uh, the black beard dye. On yeah, his yeah, just for men. Those plays keep slipping out of his mm-hmm, fingers mm-hmm. while he's yeah. reaching back there. Yep, the vault just, it just keeps shake-shifting. Yeah, exactly. Like Duvernay would be if, if he would give him the ball more. Right. Like like what he should be. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine somebody like Mike McDaniel with Devin Oh, Duvernay? my God. Oh, my God. He would Actually, I take that back. We've seen it. It's Debo Samuel. Yes, correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, okay, so Ravens are coming off a bye. You mentioned the health. Ojabo has been practicing. We activated him mm-hmm. last week before the Saints mm-hmm. game, but he was an inactive. I think there's a real chance that he plays this week, but like you said, I I think they're going to be extra cautious with him. I, and that's what and they need to so. be. They need to be. Need Without to question. take your freaking time. The the defense with that Roquan addition looks so much better. You got yep. you got Bowser back. You got a Dafe away play. He's uh, playing a little J, JPP practice in full today. So J3, I think three 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 finger J three P. Yep. Um, I think he'll be good for Sunday. Houston. I don't think that's going to last. By the way. Yeah, I that just kind of feel saying that for the last couple of weeks though. Like I, I wonder when he's going to slow down, and it just hasn't. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, we're talking about a guy who he's what 34, 35 years old. Eventually, he looks, it's going to slow down. Every bit of seventy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, absolutely. but like his physique looks like he's thirty. No, he's but still very fa- much like shredded. But his face looks like he's eighty. Yeah, correct. Looks like he could be our president. Yeah, because that's the new standard. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, who else? Gus practiced. We're Big. recording this on Wednesday. Big. Gus Kenyon practiced today, and Gus, I need it. Mm-hmm. I need it. Yep, I think he'll. I think he'll probably play on Sunday because Harbs seemed like he wasn't really worried about Gus, so I think he'll probably play. Mm-hmm. Andrews, I think is probably more of a fifty-fifty. I think he's gonna be limited. I, well, yeah, I think he'll be limited all week. I think he'll probably play, but I think likely we'll probably get the majority of the be snaps. Like the featured tight end. Yeah, and then have oh. Andrews is kind of like a decoy. Run a couple like you know short. Well, if Andrews is on the field, the defense has to respect them, exactly. and that's going to open up likely. So, exactly, please get those two on the on the field at the same time. Yep, please. And then I think there were four guys that were on the on the uh, injury report today with non injury related just rest days, which I think I guess per per the CBA or the rules or whatever you have to list. Yep. Um. So, I think we're in a good spot as far yeah. as our health goes. Probably the most healthy they've Not been in one. the last three years. At this point, certainly. That's what I mean. At this point of the season, yeah. Because around this time during the 2020 season, the whole team and family. I was had looking COVID. for train tracks to lay on. Remember the COVID, the COVID week. Yes, going into Pittsburgh. When yeah, the Lamar Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon football. Gus, the WAF, as they called it. Everybody. That was awful. That was that was that was like the worst week of my life. Yeah. No, that was up there. That was bad. <laughs> um. Also, interesting stat. I was doing a little digging. John Harbaugh, in his career as a head coach. 
coming off of a buy. Do mm-hmm. you just want to venture a guess? I know it's a crazy number. How so? Hold on, time out. How many how many seasons has he been here? So he took over in 08. How many seasons? I'm not good ahead math. It's 14. 14. Um, so 14 seasons. I'd imagine they are, and this is the 14th season. So they've played 13 buys. Uh no, this is actually the 15th season. My my apologies. You fucker. Now I'm all confused. Okay, so 14. I'm gonna guess he is 12 and two. Very close. He's 11 and three. Yeah, straight I knew it was a high number, but I knew it wasn't undefeated. But I knew it was a very high number. Yeah, yeah. 11 and three straight up off the buy. Nine and six against the spread, which I don't uh, really know that. Meh. 11 and three straight up off the buy, which I mean just goes to what we've been echoing for mm-hmm. weeks, if not months, at this point. He's a great coach. Remarkable. Um, playing a familiar face. Baker Mayfield has been announced as a starter for this week. Did you hear he says he does the um, apologies? He does the headbutting with the helmets like weekly, which That's makes not true. Which makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> it makes so much sense. <laughs> like his boneheaded decisions, like it all makes sense. Um, so I'm not scared of the Panthers. By the way, this game's gonna be a a. I'm picking. I have on our pick. I have Panthers. What is it? Eleven and a half. Twelve and a half. That's a massive. It's just too big of a number. It's gonna be cold. Like Lamar doesn't play great in that type of weather environment. Mm-hmm. I also have five locks this week, and I'm really yeah. I'm like, Scott, first thing I he said to me when I got to his house today was, "I have five locks." Listen, I didn't. I didn't have many locks the last two weeks because of just wedding life, and life. Life. Happened. So, but this week, life's still happening. But I got back on the saddle. There you go. That's um, all that matters. We're just. But I just. I just think this. I think they're gonna kill him. I think. I think the Panthers are gonna. They're gonna want. They're gonna. They're gonna meow back to Carolina. Look, I don't. I don't do predictions, and I like to at least you know, think about it from every every which way and kind of play devil's advocate. Um, I just don't particularly think this Panthers team is that good. No, I stink. I, I want to sit here and say like I respect Baker Mayfield. I would be more. Why? I. I don't know. I mean, we Does, talked. We you and I offline talked about it before the season started. I wanted him to do well, but he's right. not. He stinks. Right. He's just not doing well. He's had the injury, and last week he was a healthy backup. I would be more concerned if P.J. Walker was playing. Same. Than Me Baker. too. Me too. We know Baker. Yeah, P.J. Walker, like, he'll, he's, he's you know, he's dumb enough to know that he doesn't suck. Mm-hmm. And, like, he, he'll, the Carol, or the Atlanta game, Baker's he'll fuck ega- around and make something happen. Baker, Baker is egotistical enough to know he does suck, and he's going to try and do too much. <laughs> Or to just tell himself that he doesn't suck to hide the fact that he knows he does. No, I think he knows he stinks. You do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. You don't go to Carolina and get benched. Lose your job to PJ Walker. Mm-hmm. Like also, I don't care. You, I don't care what your circumstances are. You stink. Do you see? Uh, they're. Act- <laughs> I don't know if they did or they are going to, but they're activating Sam Darnold off IR. Could you imagine if he was their fucking backup on Sunday? That would be bananas. <laughs> that would be bananas. That would be fucking bananas. But. Anyway, so no, you mentioned it. Ravens are hosting. They're a twelve and a half point favorite. Oh, now it's up to thirteen. Holy! Against shit. the Carolina Panthers, uh, over under is forty one and a half. It <sighs> opened at forty three and a half, so it came down two so, points. So I just, ugh, I don't know, man. I was looking up stats. Baker Mayfield is three and five career against the Baltimore Ravens. 80, three and five. Mm hmm. Eighty three point two career passer rating. 13 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, averages 277.6 yards through the air mm. against the Ravens. Mm. So I I don't really know I what scared, to make of I that. I ain't scared of the brother. One thing that I will say, his 
his teams in Cleveland have been significantly better than what he has now in Carolina. That's what I mean. I ain't scared of him significant. at all. At all. Those um, teams he had in Cleveland were good, well-put-together football teams. The team that he beat um, Pittsburgh, in, Pittsburgh the in the playoffs, that team was like Super Bowl-ready. Mm-hmm. That team was really good, and I was terrified. They really were, that, I, good. I thought for sure when they beat Pitt, and I was like, oh, no. And oh, no they were, see, I knew they were going to lose just because of Baker. But no, well, that, then, that, they, then they were hanging around against Kansas City. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. This is my worst nightmare. <laughs> but nope. Browns, and also, Browns get a Brown. Browns get same old Brownies. Yep. And one thing, I mean, we just mentioned John Harbaugh. We have to look at the coaching matchup here, too. It's not like, you know, Harbaugh versus Andy Reid or Harbaugh versus Mike Tomlin. We're talking about Harbaugh versus Steve Wilkes. Mm. And when he got named as the interim head coach for the Panthers, he was a 3-13 and career record Ew. head coach. So you give Harbaugh two weeks to prepare Stinky. for a team like this, a guy that he knows in Baker Mayfield. It has it has a Harbaugh smack and pee-pee whack written all over it. It does. It does. And, I mean, I, I want to sit here and, and... I'm so scared that we're now going to get killed. Just get fucking mm-hmm. whooped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, I mean, it could. It could happen. I think it's unlikely, but it could happen. Any given Sunday, dude. Any given Sunday. That's why that's right. you play the games. <laughs> well said, Herm Edwards. Thanks. Um, you we, play to win the game. We talked about the injury report. We talked about Harbaugh coming off a bye. Uh, so I'm going to just jump into it. My keys of victory. I haven't had hand up, and I'll, I'll reiterate this when we get to my picks for this week, but hand up. I haven't had a ton of time to go through and, and kind of dive into the stats. It's fine. But Hey, dude, life happens. Life happens. Um, no, As, I, as I, Thomas Rhett says, life changes. He did say that. Yeah. Sidebar. When he released that album, that's a great album, by the way. It's the only country album that I can respectfully listen to. Yeah. When and he, not want to punch myself in the face. I, I, When he dropped that album, I was going through a very uh, pivotal change in my life. Mm-hmm. And I remember listening to it. It was like, in your soul. Yeah. I remember listening to it literally nonstop for like two weeks straight. <laughs> you thought you were Thomas Rhett? No, I thought he like got into my head, and that's how he ended up writing the songs. He thought you like he blacked you out and talked to you for a second, and then he wrote the music precisely. Yeah. But then you weren't going through your time when he was writing the music. So. Shut up! I'm just trying. Just to, let me have. Just it. trying to piece together here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, nothing about the way that my mind works hey, makes any sense. I'm the same way with the Last Jedi, with Yoda saying the greatest failure, the greatest, greatest teacher, teacher failure, failure is. is. He didn't know what I was going through, but he was speaking to me. To me, not to Luke, to me. See, he was speaking to me when he said, judge me by my size, do you? Uh, so my keys to victory for this game, I just I, I looked at the matchups of the units, as I do from time to time, and I got three things. We kind of just sat here and talked about it for the last couple minutes. This has the making of just that classic Ravens bully ball, mm-hmm. smack you around. I don't think they're going to do anything special, but like, it's it's gonna be an ugly game, mm-hmm. like ugly from the standpoint of it's Kinda not gonna like be we're appealing. Back to that. It's not gonna be sexy. It's not gonna be you know oh, super yes. super fun from like a neutral fan standpoint. This feels oh, like oh no, this is a game no one wants to watch. Right, if you're not a Carolina fan or a Ravens fan, like you're not you're probably not gonna watch much of this game. Yes, agreed. But the first thing that I have is the Ravens have to win the battle up front. They have to win in the trenches. You know, we talked about it. Carolina is not super great, especially on the offensive side of the ball. But, I mean, they got some guys on defense. So, uh, what's his name? Derek Brown. They drafted him a couple years ago in the first round from Auburn, defensive tackle. He's really good, and he's especially good at stopping the run. Brian Burns is a fucking animal coming off the edge. And Shaq Thompson in the middle is pretty good. Mm-hmm. He got he got some trade buds also around the uh, around the deadline. If the Ravens can win the, 
the fight in the trenches, I think this could, like you said, be a runaway. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those games that, like like you said, statistically, you'll look at it statistically and be like, damn, that, they beat the shit. But, like, yeah. visually, you're going to be like, kind of a boring game, which, hey. Like a slow, kind of methodic. I've watched the Ravens play dominant games and win, mm-hmm. and he gets to the playoffs. Don't work. I'm I'm back into that for the first time in a long time. I kind of mm-hmm. feel like they're playing like that. I want some of that bully football back. Yep. I've been asking for it. I told you I'm a reactionary fan. <laughs> that you are. I'm all You're in. You're just a reactionary person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> but I just am, I am, I'm really in on this. I think they're, part of this concern, their, their schedule is super easy going down the stretch. And I'm just like, is it going to be a little bit of smoke and mirrors with this team going mm-hmm. into the playoffs? But I just think the Panthers have no anther, answers. answers for Lamar. They're not going to have much, I think. I think if Andrews plays, I think he's going to be very much involved in the offense. And then I think Gus is going to have a huge day, and then I think they're going to get Lamar moving around on the field a little bit, a little play action, maybe a little little yeah. RPOs. Is yeah. that what it's called? Mm-hmm. RPO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got it. Get him moving, zigzagging like he does. I think what's sick about Lamar is he's so fast laterally, but is that the, correct? Or are you talking? Straight. Yeah, north and south. North and south, but then what's the this way? That's laterally. Laterally. Yeah. He's so quick from point A to point B, but he's also can like side side. give a little shady McCoy shimmy, make you miss in a phone booth. Mm-hmm. Oh my, that's what's just crazy to me. You you don't <laughs> normally have both, and yeah. he has both. It that's actually a really good comparison. He does remind me a lot of like prime shady. He reminds me if you made shady McCoy and Mike Vick. Yeah. Into one. Golly, that's football. scary. That yeah, dude. That's <laughs> is what you get with Lamar Jackson. Yeah. It's really scary. <laughs> it's just quick, fast. Before you know it, they've they've put seven on you. Yeah, for sure. My second key to victory in this game, got to run the football. Yeah, they have they have to. They've been doing There's it no other. They've mm-hmm. been doing it so well over their last two games. Kenyon Tampa Drake. Bay, New Orleans. Kenyon Drake had another 100-yard. Did he have 100 yards against New yeah. Orleans? Yeah. Uh, two touchdowns? I think he just had one. Just the one. He's looking good but though. Nevertheless, he he's looking looked fast. Fantastic. Looked fast. Was quick in and out of cuts, especially yeah. like making, he had a making one jump run, cuts at the line. Or was that Justice? There was one run where he literally was like leaping. From like he was making his cut so hard that he oh had to I like think that jump. was Kenyon he was like jumping out of his like breaks mm-hmm. and he was just all over the place he looked yeah. great uh, Carolina is currently giving up the eighth most rushing yards per game they're averaging one hundred and thirty nine point two given up and fourteenth in yards per rush four and a half Ravens are obviously they're the second best rushing offense in the league behind uh, Chicago yep which again another sidebar Chicago's averaging two hundred yards on the ground per game. Yeah, because Justin, Justin Hill gets 170 of them every week. Well, yeah, that's true. But for the season, I'm talking. 200 yards per game? That's yeah, crazy. That, that, that's a massive number. That's nuts. Ravens are number two. Uh, they are averaging 168.1 yards per game and 5.5 yards per rush. Okay. So, like I said, went up front, run the football. Probably going to have a good time in this game. Pieces add together. Last key to victory, and this this is less statistically driven and more kind of just you know the eye test. Get a lead early and make them throw the ball. Mm-hmm. You want Baker sitting back from an offensive yeah. standpoint. I, I I know they have DJ Moore, and I love DJ Moore. DJ's so good. He's so good. But what they do as effectively as anything else from an offensive standpoint is run the football. Um, Dontrell Hilliard, I think, is uh, their second running back, and mm-hmm. Chuba Hubbard is their starter now that McCaffrey's gone. Yep, both of those guys are pretty good. And I know Chuba Hubbard's been dealing with injuries on and off over the last few weeks, but they can run the football. And Baker is best when he has a run game and a play-action game. Mm -hmm. 
So if you get out to a lead early, kind of like we did with Miami and then with Buffalo, yep. get out to a lead early. Make I'm no longer ball. worried about that, by the way. Anymore. I'm not. I'm not either. I think that's very much in their rearview. It's in the past. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Make them throw the ball. Put the ball in Baker's hands. Make him beat you, which, again, three and five against the Ravens. We know he struggles to, with, yeah. with doing. Carolina's 14th in yards per rush, 4.7, and uh, 16th in rushing yards per game, 118 on average. They're 28th in passing yards per game. They're averaging mm. 176.2. And obviously Stinky. they've had they've they've had the turnovers the turnover within their quarterback room. Yeah. But still, like I said, whether it's Sam Darnold, whether it's Baker, PJ, I I'd yeah. be more worried with PJ and I'm not I'm not worried about PJ. Yeah. No. I completely those are great ones. Good job, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah. I think I'm, I think I think they're going to win. Things going to be like you said, not very sexy, but I mm-hmm. think it's going to be Ravens football, baby. Yeah. Honestly, I, I want Roquan to have a sack. Just fucking let him eat. No, I just want him to do exactly what he did in New Orleans. Well, yeah, obviously. Just, but. just, I think, I don't think he's going to get to the quarterback that often. He's not a big. No, but that's what I mean, though. Like, let the boys have fun. Let Roquan go get one. I want to see. I wanna, I've want. i been a big hater of this man. Kyle Hamilton. I want to see Hamilton do some stuff. Talk to me. He's just just feel like it's starting to slow down for him a little bit, and I think I think I want him to get a pick since he got fucking hosed well, in New Orleans. Yeah, I don't I, I don't care about that. I just want to start seeing him make open field tackles. I want to yeah. start seeing him get some good coverage. Just just maybe not look completely like lost <laughs> like as he lost was. Puppy. And I, listen, we all get lost. It happens. I'm lost right now. I'm completely lost. My new job of employment, and it's not fun. I was just talking about life. Well, yeah, I'm always <laughs> lost, brother. But like, it's just you know, I I think he's starting to play a little better, and I think um, I don't know, man. Geno Stone's looking good. He's looking really good, uh, dude. I love Geno. I love Geno Stone, and then and then I don't know, man. Defense is looking I pretty Kyle, shifty. I want, I want Roquan to get a sack, and I want Kyle Hamilton to get a pick. How great would it be if Kyle Hamilton picked off Baker Mayfield, took it to the house in Baltimore? Be pretty cool. When was the last time Baker? Nope, stupid. We're gonna move on. <laughs> We're going to move on. What were you going to say? I was literally about to ask when was the last time Baker played in Baltimore in front of fans, but it was last year. Last year. (laughs) Hey, it's all right, man. It happens to all of us. No, he did play. I thought he was hurt for whatever reason that Sunday night game. I don't know why I thought he was hurt. That Sunday night game, that was the game where Lamar threw that touchdown to Andrews that like his arm got hit. Yeah, it was the weirdest right. game. They looked so bad, but they beat the Browns because they're the Browns. Did, didn't we put up like 30-something against them? Yeah, something like that. Like It was a high-scoring game. It was game. a really big game, too. Yeah, it was a massive mm-hmm. game. Uh, all right. I mean, that's 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 about all I got on the Ravens this week. Like I said, not not a great matchup as far as like a fan's perspective. We don't really have any of those remaining. No, we really other don't. Than man. The, other than the Browns late against Deshaun, which is just gonna be fun to watch Deshaun play like ass, and then yeah, watch Roquan and then, literally try to kill him, and then Burrow being Burrow. Yeah, I think those are those are probably those are the, the last two. Yeah, the, they're the last two games that fans can really like look forward to which kind of sucks a little bit like it does a little bit yeah i'll be completely honest like yeah, i'm kind of just so. like damn like i missed when which if they win the division they'll have it again next year we right. got a bunch of prime time big matchup games where like you have a couple of those where you slot in but right it also doesn't help that like our our matchup in the nfc is the nfc south and that's a terrible division this year yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's just so it's just one of those weird years schedule wise Right, so we have the Panthers this week, we have the Jaguars next week, followed by the Broncos, Steelers in Pittsburgh, Browns in Cleveland, home against the Falcons, home against the Steelers, and then in Cincinnati to end the season. Damn. 
brother, they could win all those games. Very well could win out and run the table. I think best worst case scenario is they lose two. That puts them at twelve and five. Mm-hmm. Which sign me up. Yeah, I'll take that all day, every day. Every year, Sunday. I'll take that. I think best case scenario, they went out. Yeah, and they finished what? 14, 14 and 3. And three. 14 and 4. Yeah, 14 and 3. Golly. That's what I mean, bro. Like, it's like you're sneakily, like, you had a phenomenal yeah. season. Yeah. <laughs> Holy Even shit. Even if you go 13 and 4, you had a great year. Fantastic. That's a fucking great year. Yeah. Damn, man. I'm excited. I know. I'm excited. I'm fired up. I'm excited. Now, hey, if they lose more than five games, sound the alarms. Sound the alarms. Yeah, slam that panic button. Break glass in case of emergencies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can't, cannot happen. But I mean, because now you're back in discussion with Cincy for the division. Right. You have to win. But then, like even beyond that, it goes back to what we were saying. You know, weeks if not months ago. Is this team capitalizing on the Super Bowl window? They're obviously not. If you lose more than two games for the rest of the season. Yeah. You know. Then we're talking about, okay, what are what, we doing? Yeah, what's the issue? Right. It's not, yeah. Yeah. Which, no more excuses. It's time to go. Well said. It's time to turn the engine on. Don't check your rearview mirrors. Don't check if anyone's coming. Hit the gas and go, dude. Throttle down and don't look back. All right, yeah, that, I mean, that's about it on the Ravens. Uh, obviously, I don't give predictions, but... I do. You do. I don't give predictions. Thirty-five, ten, Ravens. Uh, whoa, it's a it's a bloodbath. I expect I expect the Ravens to win. If they don't win, or at least don't look confident in this game, something massively wrong happened. And I, I think a win to win. Coming off the bye, you've only played one game in twenty-one days. It could be a little rusty here to begin. I'm just thinking it from a matchup standpoint. Bloodbath. I guess. I guess one I game just, in twenty. Three days or twenty-two days. That's a you're you're gonna have some rust. So la- last thing, say. last thing that I'll say about this game is, look from the outside looking in, from a fan's perspective, from you know somebody in the media who isn't us looking at this game. If something, if the Ravens don't win this game handedly, and I'm not saying they have to you know cover by any means, but I'd like to see them win by at least ten. If they don't do that, or at least don't look good Two like they did against against New Orleans or against Tampa in the second half. Then I feel like you have to start asking the question, can the Ravens actually make a run in January and hopefully February? You know? Yeah. Like if you can't if you can't handle the Panthers at mm-hmm. home off a of bye, one game in twenty three days or twenty two days, whatever it was. I think that works a little bit to a disadvantage for them though. I don't know, man. I mean, you're well rested, you've had time to prepare, you played the Saints who I think are better than the Panthers, you played the Bucks who I think are better than the Panthers. Like this this feels like a game that you should come out and not have any issues with. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, all right. I mean, that that's all I got. You got anything else? No. Anything else you want to add? No. All right. Um, so before we move away from football, uh, the talk of the town this week in the NFL, outside of what we mentioned at the top of the program, Odell. It's officially OBJ watch season. I know. I keep waiting for, like, the, the stove to turn I on. I feel like the timetable keeps getting pushed back. Yeah, I I keep waiting for the stove to turn on. Like you're you're seeing those tweets. Like okay, yeah. these are the teams that are in, yeah. but like nothing's happening. So he went on a podcast and he was talking about the whole situation. And I I think we mentioned it last week mm-hmm. where you know he said he wherever go he goes he wants, he to, wants be, to be able to this establish is where roots. To, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I I understand that rightfully so. You know he played in New York for what four years, five years, yeah. and then he went to Cleveland. He was in Cleveland for two or three, and I think it was obviously. Three. 
and then he went to L.A. for mm-hmm. just you know the remainder of that season. I understand him. You know, he's he's got a Super Bowl ring. He's basically proven everything that he needs to prove. He, he still wants to, he wants to go sign a multi year deal. Still feels like he's got a lot of football left in him, and he wants to you know be an impact player on a team for the foreseeable future. I completely understand. that. I think he's gonna go back to New York. Do you? Mm-hmm. That's apparently he, a lot of people. Yeah, feel that I think way. he's going to. That's a perfect place for him. That team's starting to get better again. So mm-hmm. the only reason that's keeping me from believing that is the fact that Daniel Jones is still their quarterback. I know, but that could be changed. It absolutely, absolutely can be <laughs> so changed. Like, like, I don't think he cares about that. Uh, see, I think he can get through it for one more season or half. Just of, the way eight games, the way that it ended in Carolina or not Carolina, sorry, in Cleveland, just leads me to believe that wherever he's he's yeah, going, but Daniel Jones isn't an egotistical idiot like Baker Mayfield was. That's also true. And like, if, that's also and true. everyone knows. And understands they are not winning because of Daniel Jones. Like yeah. the Browns were trying to were trying to protect Baker for his ego. Like you know what I mean? Like they were trying to protect him I, like the I son that's super saying. sensitive. I just I from from my viewpoint And they're gonna get rid of him. Daniel Jones, you think? Yes. I think they'd be foolish to keep him, honestly. I think if, if especially if they have a high draft pick and, and are capable of getting one of the top quarterbacks in this year's draft. Don't they have a trade no they don't. No, I don't think so. No. But apparently People okay, seem tra- to think do- that C.J. Stroud could slip, and you if he do, ends up, you do trades, you do a free agent acquisition. You, they'll right. figure it out. Tyrod Taylor, who's still there. No, they're going to get something better than that. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, no, I just cap, wh- huh? Cap. Could you imagine that? That'd be fun. That'd be fun. That'd be awesome. Damn, that would be sweet. That'd be sick. No, th- just the way that it ended in Cleveland with with Baker. I just I don't see it happening, especially when some of the other teams that are courting him are Green Bay, Dallas, San Francisco, yeah. Buffalo, Kansas mm-hmm. City. I just I, I don't see it happening. I think it would be a great story if he went back to New York. I think they would welcome him with open arms. I think it would kind of be like a whole prodigal son type uh-huh. deal. I don't know, man. I just don't see it. I mentioned it. I said it last week. My prediction, I think he's going to San Francisco. Um, I think – as the week has progressed, I think more and more people believe he's going to Dallas, which also Oof. just makes a ton of sense. It makes so much sense. I'm just the completely blocking which, it out because it makes too much sense. Which I have a take. Can I can I go yeah, off? Go ahead. If he signs with Dallas, I don't think they make the playoffs. <laughs> Damn. And if they do, they're losing in the first round again. Yeah, I mean Dallas isn't good. Their offense looked much better with Cooper Rush than it does with Dak Prescott. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Their offense just looks better with Cooper Rush, and I think that's because they, they call it differently. They, yeah. Like, they know Cooper Rush is not nearly as talented as Dak Prescott, so they're like, hey, we have a great running back in Tony Pollard. We have a good running back in Zeke Elliott. Let's just give them the ball a bunch of times. Like, Cooper Rush do the play action, yep. kind of play to his strengths, not let him do too much. Yeah. Whereas with Dak, they're like, oh, we have a great quarterback in Dak Prescott. Let's go Let's ahead and force him to do everything. Let him yeah. throw the ball 40 times. And yeah. We saw it against uh, against Green Bay this he week. Stinks. So I just think as as great as Odell is as a player, I think if you drop him into that, that's only going to make the Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy, Dak. Dak Prescott feel like they need to do more. And yeah. I just don't think it'll end well. Yeah, I agree. But as far as like a brand standpoint him and Dallas makes so makes much sense so much sense makes so much sense so much sense biggest would he be the biggest superstar since T.O. <sighs> I guess T.O. was there after Michael Irvin right yeah yeah so yeah probably remember those days with Des, Romo uh, Des Bryant you think he was bigger than T.O. 
I think he was just more recent than T.O. And Des Bryant, at his height, was fucking big. I Throwing up it, the X, man. Like, I that think, was that I was think, a thing. I think those Romo T.O. days were electric. Oh, no, they were. No no doubt about it. Those I'm just fun. saying, like, Des was fun. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. Uh, but, no, I... I still stick by it. I think he's going to the 49ers. Remember last year when uh, Cleveland ended up cutting him and the team – I forget who the teams were, but it was down to like a select few and then – Remember it was like the Seahawks, Rams. What was it the Seahawks? I thought the Seahawks ran on it. The Rams weren't in it until the 11th hour. Yeah. I remember that for, for a fact. Yeah. It was like – it was down to – I think Green Bay was in the mix. Mm-hmm. Maybe Tampa was in the mix because of Tom. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who the teams were exactly, but I remember it was like out of nowhere – uh, fucking Jay Glazer came in and was like, Odell's going to L.A. And it was like... And it happened. Yeah. Essentially, Sean McVay came out, again, 11th hour, and he was like, look, man, what do we got to do to get you here? Odell was like, I want to be in L.A. This is what I got to do. You know, I want to be a part of the offense. Sean McVay was like, fucking done and done. Get over here. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we know how that story ended. Damn. So I'm still holding out hope that, like, maybe the Ravens are going to be at least in the mix. Yeah. Probably not going to. Just personally for me, I think San Francisco makes a ton of sense. Yeah. He's going to an NFC team. Yeah, I think so too. I hope. What's your prediction? I said it. I think he's going back to the Giants. Oh, right, right. My bad. Yeah. It's fine. Um, also, we don't have to talk about it because we're idiots, but did you see he's suing Nike? <laughs> Damn. Why? Yeah. Because apparently they like breached his contract and they didn't pay him like two million dollars that they owed Damn. him or something as like a brand ambassador Yikes. or something along those lines. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, so he's suing Nike. And then I tweeted at him today, hey, OBJ, sign with Under Armour and also the Ravens wire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, chestnut checkers. Exactly. Uh, all right, that's it on OBJ Watch. That's about it on football. Let's dive into picks. Okay. You ready to roll? I am. All right, so I know you said you, you got a pretty full plate. Do you want me to go first, or do you want to jump into your locks? I'll first? go to my locks. All right, go ahead. So I'm going to start with my, 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 my picks. Okay. Uh, which is? Not your locks. No, sorry. Yes, they are my locks. Oh, these are okay. These are like, your locks. Like the covers. Gotcha. Um, the spreads. Uh, I have the Giants at three point dogs or favorites against the Lions. Okay. I hate the Lions. I've bet I've, I've for them so many times, and I and I think the Giants are good. Or I think the yeah, I think the Giants are good. And I hate the Lions. So can I actually say I like this pick because I feel like the public's going to be on the Lions after they beat the Bears last yeah. week. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. My so I, I like that pick. Then I have the Vikings at underdogs. At home. At home. Against the Cowboys. At one and a half. Okay. Like, that's just, they're going to kill the Cowboys. Cowboys stink. Vikings are really good. Big win last week. They're going to be at home. Plays are going to be buzzing. They're winning that game. So, I will say this. There are two reasons that I was concerned about this game, because I originally was on your side. It's a four o'clock game. Sun Mm -hmm. might be a little low for Kirk. Yeah, that's true. And Christian Darasaw, their left tackle, I believe, was in concussion protocol. I don't care. Against Micah Parsons. That worried me a little bit. I don't care. I still they think have to essentially I still win. think the Vikings are the better One team. One and a half. They have to essentially win. I still think the Vikings are the better team. Um, and then I have Bengals at four and a half point favorites against the Steelers. Steelers. Okay. Because I hate the Steelers. And every time I've bet Bengals this year, I think I've cashed. So okay. pretty sure I like that one a lot. I have the under in the Bills-Browns game because they're going to be play- apparently playing in Hoth. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're calling eight, for like 31 eight, inches eight of snow Eight feet of snow or something like that. And then I have, which the, uh, the over-under in that game was 30, uh, 34 and a half. Yeah, in, 30, the, in the Bills-Browns game, 34 and a half it got down to? 34 and a half, yeah. Good. Still the under. Still the under. 
And then I have the over and the Rams-Saints game at 38.5. 41.5 is the total in the Bills So game. now I'm now off that. So You're I, off the under? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now no longer on that. Okay. So I have four. Four. So I have the under, the Bills, Browns, and then I have the Giants. I thought you just said you were off of that. No, I, I'm still on the Bills, Browns. Okay. Okay. So wait, what is, what is it at now? It's 41 and a half. Yeah, I'm still on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I'm still yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the second game I mentioned. What was the second game? It was the Rams Saints. Thirty-eight. Oh, and oh, a half. oh, okay, okay. Thirty-eight okay. and a half. I'm over that. You're on the over there. Yes. Okay. Are you at all worried about Cooper Cup? He's not playing. He's on IR. Yeah, I just think thirty-eight and a half is really low. Dude. Just too low. Yeah. Okay. So anything under forty. I also, Dennis Allen said they are sticking with Andy Dalton. I hate that. I hate it for Jameis. I just hate it for football. I think well, yeah, it's bad that, for the sport. I think it's bad for the American people. I agree. Yeah. But yeah, I saw on that. Okay. Cool. Gotta have some fun. You know? Okay. Yeah. So run through them again. You're on the I'm on Giants, the Giants minus the three. Minus three. I'm on the Vikings at plus one and a half. Okay. I'm at the Bengals minus four and a half because okay. they're gonna kill the Steelers. And then I have the under on the Bills Browns. And then I have the over for the Rams and the Saints. <laughs> All right. Good. I like those picks. I do. Kurt's <laughs> face. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I'll dive into my picks. So, like I said earlier, hands going up again. Yep. Did not have a ton of time to do research as far as the stats go. So, a lot of these picks are going to be just purely based on vibes. Okay. All right. That's kind of how I base them off. No, I know. First pick, a game that you had a pick in, Bills-Browns. I'm going to take the Bills team total over 26 and a half. Mm, okay. The weather does worry me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now it depends. Like if it's if it's snowing during, is it supposed to be snowing during? The See, game? that's the thing. I don't know. I heard a report that people seem to think that the game Saturday, the Buffalo University game, that's when the weather's going to hit. And then I heard it's snowing through Sunday night, 10 p.m. Yeah. See, I have no idea. This yeah. is this is definitely going to be one that I I double check the Doppler before the game starts on Sunday. <laughs> but I think Bills coming off back to back losses against the Jets and the Vikings. The Vikings game. I mean, they still put up 30 points. And the Jets game, they just look bad in. Yeah, this feels like a get-right spot for Buffalo, especially if the weather isn't terrible. Mm-hmm. I think twenty-six and a half. They might hit that in the first. Yeah, half. yeah. I'm, I'm the same. I'm waiting to see what the weather's supposed to be during the day of. Yeah, right. Second pick, or second game, second game rather. Colts Eagles. Now this I saw that when I looked picking, at it. I looked picking at it. this picking this game picking a side in this game worries the shit out of me because a we saw what. Then why are you picking it? I'll get there. We saw what a good running offense can do against this Eagles team without Jordan Davis. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Nick Sirianni going back to Indy. Mm-hmm. This is a revenge game. Mm-hmm. Revenge game for Philly because Carson they Wentz. Lost. They had the whole and Carson Wentz lost. thing. Just lost their undefeated record. Uh, they the, the whole Frank Reich revenge yeah. angle. There, yeah. There's a lot of revenge going on in this game. Um, so if I were to pick a side, I would lean to the Colts plus six and a half. But I don't know if I'm going to take that. What I do think I'm going to take in this game, Jonathan Taylor over his rushing yards. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Nice Matt try. Ryan back at the helm. I know. I'm going to look, look at some some player props. Matt Ryan back under center. Jeff Saturday at the helm. Jeff Saturday is an offensive lineman. He came out and said, I'm going to do what offensive linemen do. I think Matt Ryan and him together love to run the football. Jonathan Taylor looked fucking awesome last yep. week. 
Yeah. So I might take Jonathan Taylor over his rushing. Yards. What's the uh, Colts record as of right now? The Colts record. That's a good question. Colts are four, five, and one. Oh, that's if right. They win this they, week. Are they back? Forgot they tied the Texans. If they win this week. Are they back? Um, if they beat Philly, yeah, for sure. Okay. Damn, it's an interesting game. And I think if they win this week, we need to start the Jeff Saturday Coach of the Year propaganda. <laughs> uh, third game I'm going to pick. Patriots versus Jets. I'm taking the Patriots minus three. Yeah. Death yeah. taxes Bill Belichick against the Jets. Yes, I thought about that. You know what I mean? I thought about that. Uh, I just feel like the Jets are finally decent, though. I, I agree. I agree, and it's hard to beat a team twice, especially with how bad Mac looked against them yeah. in the first game that they played. But Belichick's coming off a bye. Patriots are playing at home, and it's the fucking Jets, man. Like, yeah. Belichick has made his fucking living off the Jets. Yeah. No, I agree. And plus, if we're getting it at three, I like that number. Yeah, that's Some, a nice Sometimes number. you bet the number, not the team. Yes, I do. I do that all the time. In this instance, I'm betting both. Yeah. Um, next game, Raiders at Broncos. <sighs> I'm taking the Raiders plus the two and a half. Okay, okay. I was looking at that one, too. I was looking at I was. I was peeking. So, when I, you, when I, you I mentioned, do a, pe- a post-game conference and you cry... And you cry. I hope you show up the next game. That's exactly where I'm coming from. You can't stand up there and cry and talk about how much you hate what's going on, and then do and then it. lay a stinker against a team like the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, completely so I'm, agree. I'm taking the Raiders plus the two and a half. I might even sprinkle on a money line just because of how bad I think this Denver team is, especially if Jerry Judy can't go. Mm-hmm. But uh, nevertheless, I'm I'm taking the Raiders plus the two and a half. Nice. Last game I'm gonna have a pick on at least for right now: Chargers at the Chiefs. Okay. Chargers plus the six and a half. Okay, the Chiefs. Jeez. The Chiefs tech typically play the Chargers close, yeah. or I guess I should say the Chargers typically play the Chiefs close. Yeah. Um. After last week, I just nothing about this Chargers team screams that they're going to meet expectations, and I feel like the seat's kind of getting hot for them, especially for mm. for Staley. Big, I think Staley kind of sucks. No, I think he's big. He was that little media sweetheart there for a little bit, but him and Justin stinks. Herbert, media darlings, stinks. Um. But I. This might be one that I I take off my card come Sunday morning, but for no, now no, I th- you say it's on. Okay, fine. I'll stick with it. Chargers plus a six and a half. Damn, I I'm hate, I'm hoping I, I hate that one. I'm hoping the public bets the Chiefs and that number gets maybe to seven and a half by game time. Can I add a new lock? Go ahead. Chiefs six and a half. <laughs> I hate I <laughs> Just hate going the, directly. I in hate my the face. Chargers so much, <laughs> and I hate that pick of yours. So I have to pick the Chargers or the 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 the, the Chiefs. I guess. I, because it's in L.A., so I think the Chargers getting six and a half at home against the Chiefs. We talked Pat Mahomes is playing God mode right now. You're right. He is. And Justin Herbert's not. And whenever there's a game that somewhat means something, he poo-poos the pants. Eh, not always. Always. Remember the game week two against the Chiefs? He poo-pooed yeah, the pants. Yeah, I guess. Poo-pooed the goes to, to Justin Herbert. There he goes. <laughs> Who did the Chargers lose to last week? Oh, the 49ers. Yes. They covered, though. Poo-poo. You actually took them. I know. I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, all right. Those are my picks. Like I said, purely based off of vibes this week. Uh, I'm going to have more on Sunday. I'm you gonna need have to do inter- that more often, I think. I'm going to have the intern put my card out, which on Sunday it'll be better. I promise. It'll be more in-depth. I'll have more time to do some research. But okay. just the uh, the midweek vibe eye test Big picks. check. Those are, those are – that's what I got. Okay. Uh, all right, that's about it. Um, I don't really think there's much that we need to talk about as far as the other games. This is a kind of a weird week to pick as far as some of the matchups goes and some of the numbers that are out there on the on the board. I like this week. Do you? Mm-hmm. See, I I hate this week for whatever I like reason. This week, maybe it's just because I haven't had a chance to dive into it. But 
at, at first glance, I hated this week. I liked it. All right, good. I, I hope you win all of your picks. I really do. Except, Have you ever done that? Except for your, your Chiefs minus six and a half <laughs> <lock>. <laughs> Um. All right, real quick before we get out of here. I know you said you wanted to talk about it just a little bit. Baseball's happening. Bro, we're in the hot stove season. I was actually listening to Start 9 because my new commute, I have a long commute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I listened to the whole episode of Start 9 today. Mm-hmm. They're great. Oh, yeah. They're really I forget who the other guy is, though. It's uh, Carl from Barstool. He's Re- a Chicago guy. Really good. And they had on Shane Green. Very cool interview. Oh, okay. Shane Green seems like a super cool dude. Okay. Um, They were just talking about free agents this year and, and what to look for. And there's a lot of rumblings that Trey Turner's going to Philly. What? And, like. If they get Trey Turner, oh, it's it's a wrap. You throw Stott over at second. Mm-hmm. You can put Gene Segura at third, or I think they're gonna. Let, I think they're gonna let Gene Segura go. Who is he? Mind, up? Wouldn't, yeah, he's. I wouldn't mind those getting him. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that. Throw him it's at kinda second. Kind of like a kind of like a depth piece. No, just throw him in at second. Play him every day. Ah. You wouldn't take Gene Segura? No, I absolutely would. Over Rugnet Odor. Over Rugnet for sure, but I'm I'm thinking like I'm thinking put Gunner at third, maybe put Urias at second, and then Ugh. Carlos Correa or Danzy Swanson at shortstop. Urias is a great utility guy. Yeah, I mean he won a fucking Gold Glove this year. You're right, yeah, yeah, utility guy. Okay, but yeah, hot stove is on, dude. The stove is on. Anthony Rosers has signed a one-year deal with the Yankees. Two years. I hated two that. Years. Two, was it a two-year extension? Mm-hmm. I thought it was one year. I'm sorry. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, this fucking sucks. I hate. It, it seems like any day now the Grom's gonna sign with the Rangers. You think it's a done deal? He's going yeah, to I think they're going to get him, and I think they're getting someone else. There's rumors are going after him and Rodon. Oh no, that nope, nope, I won't allow it. And then Jack Leiter and uh, Kumar. Kumar. Oh god, that's scary. Yeah, dude. I they, they're still. I want the good. Rangers to be good. No, fuck the Rangers. Why do? Why do you hate them? I I don't know. I can't also, explain. I just. I've read it. a couple. I also was listening to Locked On Orioles, and okay. they um, he mentioned a little Trey Mancini stuff. Oh really? Is he coming home? I don't want him to, though. Come on, man. I don't. Let him come home. I don't want him to. <sighs> he served his time. Why are you like this? I don't want him. I'll be honest. No, go get me a. Uh, go get me. Go get me AJ Pollock. Okay, I, I would Austin love ha- that. Go I, trade Austin Hayes or Cedric. Get a starting pitcher. Please. Called an off season. Please. No, no, I need a shortstop. After all this talk, I I didn't want one. Now I want one. I need a shortstop. From the conversation Michael Elias had on uh, Hot Stove yesterday, it sounded like he is ready to go. He's getting a shortstop? Sounds like he's ready to go. What does that mean? I don't know. What are, your, sa- what are your sources telling you? My source, Jim, tells me they're going after Carlos Correa. Okay. I'll, I'll take Jim's word for it. Jim's word is Bible to me. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it last week a little bit, kind of the moves that we wanted to see happen. I said I want Rodone. You said you want Correa. Mm-hmm. The more and more I think about it and the more and more I see people kind of talk about it and how it makes sense, I want Correa. Let me let me take a step back. I would love Correa, but I think we do need to solidify up the middle. I think I as of right now, I'm good with keeping Cedric. I think he's very, very good. I think you can get a nasty uh pitcher for him though. It's gotta be the right price. What do you mean? Like we like the return yeah. for for, for Dude, him has okay, to be you, right. You package Seti. Maybe a little prospect middle infielder. I think Joey Ortiz, throw him in there. Mm, okay. Throw a little DL in there. And now you can go get an ace. Yeah. Still would rather them just sign Rodon and Dude, if you Dan threw Smith. out in the trading block, Cedric, Joey Ortiz, and DL, 
Oh, you're, you're getting a, an established MLB guy. You're getting a yep. potential middle infielder, and you're getting an MLB ready arm prospect left hander. Yeah, and DL. You're getting something back. Yeah, for sure. I love Cedric, but I think you're getting more for Cedric with Austin Hayes, and I think you could plug in Austin or AJ Pollock out in center field, and then you just figure out the outfield from it. They yeah, got all those prospects. You're probably right. Uh, I'm super pumped for this free agency to actually get underway. Me too. When, when do you when do you realistically think we start making moves, or or at least start seeing moves go down? After Thanksgiving. Okay. The week after Thanksgiving. Okay. When? I don't think we're going to get anything in the next. The winter meetings are the middle of December. I think it's like the 17th as a, as a date I think I know so of. So a week or two before Christmas. I think it's like a week before Christmas. It's okay. that week before Christmas. Okay. And I'd imagine. Or the week before that. I'd imagine around then, if not like right after then, is when a lot of shit will go down. Yeah, but the MLB free agency is so weird. It's not like any of the other yeah, ones where you can true. do this little like you can talk before you sign. Where are the winter meetings this year? San Diego. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Todd's going. I love San Diego. I've never my, been. It's my favorite city in the U.S. Better than Ocean City, Maryland? Yep. No. Yes. Mm-mm. Sorry about it. Uh, all right, you got anything else on baseball? No. I'm just so excited that for the, the first are time in place for the first time in a really long time, I'm so interested in baseball again. Yeah, it's great. Amen, brother. All right, uh, before we get out of here, shout-outs. Let's give some um, shout-outs. You got one? God dang Wakanda forever. Ryan, is it Coogler? Coogler, yep. The director did a phenomenal job in that movie of making you feel every emotion that you wanted to feel. He damn sure they did. They didn't try to like have a really serious moment, then the next scene have some humor. The humor that was plugged in I thought was very appropriate with the film. Mm-hmm. Um, Namor was awesome. Remarkable. So good. Like, I midway through it was like, yo, Sherry, just burn the whole world down with him. <laughs> like, damn. That's what I would have done. He was remarkable. He was remarkable. Uh, the whole cast was great. And then um, post credit was awesome. I cried. Like, not like a little, like, mm-hmm. like when the when the Marvel, I don't want to spoil it, but it's been out now for a week. The scene when they, like, show up the Marvel Studios and it was silent. There was mm-hmm. no music. It was just. And it was just Chadwick. God damn. Yeah. I said that to Kristen really afterwards awesome. was like you. I don't mean to say I forgot about Chadwick, but you like, you then see him. It you takes see you it, back and it makes you remember. You see a movie where you know he's supposed to be in, yeah. and then you see like those flashback scenes, mm-hmm. and you're just like, damn. Yeah. That line that just, I, I hear it all the time is when, um, she says, to everyone he was like the Black Panther. He was everything to yes. everyone, but he was my T'Challa. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was not a fake. That written. wasn't that wasn't Shuri talking. No, that I was, think that was I think that was genuinely what those people, his best friends, thought of. Like he was, oh, he was yes. Jackie Robinson. Oh, he was the Black Panther. Oh, he was this. He was all those massive things. Yeah. But to them, he was just their friend. Yeah. And I thought that was a great line. It's really well. And said. then my last part was Veterans Day this past weekend. Um, not to get into political stuff here, but our president passed this thing where all veterans can go to national parks with their families for a price of free admission. Oh, I didn't. For know the that. rest of time. Oh, that's pretty cool. Really freaking cool. Yeah, that's really. Doesn't cool. change the world. Nothing, but just really good, 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 good things. That's cool. good stuff. I like that. I, yeah. I didn't know that. So thank you yeah. for bringing that to my attention. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so mine, we kind of talked about it a little bit at the beginning, but my shout out, Governor Lawrence Hogan. Again, not to be political. Anybody who knows me <laughs> knows that I am the most apolitical person that you will ever meet. I hate politics and I hate everything that has to do with them. But. Goddamn Larry Hogan is bringing me mobile gambling. Brother's in my, getting it in late. In too. my home state of Maryland. It's taken us far too long, but we're here. After a long, hard fight, a lot of early mornings, a lot of late nights, picketing, putting in the work, 
out on out on social media. Now you're just now you're just you're just gonna be able to shoot from the hip. Yes, I cannot wait to wake up on a Sunday morning and not have to drive forty minutes to place my bets. I could just do it from my couch. <laughs> wait, you I, actually wh- you actually would do that? I would drive twenty minutes to the Pennsylvania line and twenty minutes back <laughs> just to place my bets out of pure spite, not giving Maryland the state of Maryland my tax revenue. Why wouldn't you? Didn't you? Don't you know people who live in Pennsylvania? Why wouldn't you just place them? Have them place your bets? Because it's just easier if I do it myself. I'm a very controlling person, <laughs> bro. I love you. That that's weird. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just such a waste? Well, because I, I I get very intricate with it too, as far as like my teasers and. All right, so you kind of get in it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's, I mean, that's fair. I, I've never done it, so like like I I'll I'll report back <laughs> next weekend. I'll report back. Yeah. So my shout out is Larry Hogan. Nice I, I've job. said I've said a lot of things over the last two years while we've been fighting this fight, but I feel like we've you know we've put our swords aside and we've met in the middle. You met in the middle. You, you reach across the aisle. We're currently at an armistice, and a what? An armistice. It's a, it's a, it's basically like a ceasefire. Come on, dude. No, no, no. We're we're in a good spot, Larry and I, Lawrence. I call him Lawrence. <laughs> All right, but nice, dude. I'm at, glad. At end of the day, I'm glad we've gotten here. Um, more, more so, just because college basketball is underway and like peak college basketball seasons right around the corner, yes, and, we and we're like a month away from some really good college. And that's basketball. when I'm going to start letting loose. Hey, when does the FIFA World Cup start? I'm glad you brought that up. FIFA World Cup starts on Sunday, November 20th, this upcoming Sunday. First game I'm, is Ecuador Chris, versus Qatar. I asked Kristen if we could sit down and watch a game. Really? I did. Wow, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I, I want I want to watch it. I'm excited the world, for the it. The World Cup is is truly a great event. It's one of my favorite sporting events of all time. Just yeah, it, like, it seems in like general. a very cool spectacle. And it's cool for me too, because like you know, jokes aside, I have three teams that I root for. I have Italy, United States, and Uruguay. I'm obviously I where Uruguay. This in South America. Uruguay. No Uruguay. That's where my grandmother's from, man. Come on. I thought you were Italian. I obviously I am. My grandfather's from Italy. How how they meet? They met in New York City when they emigrated here. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but Damn, no, good it's, for that. It's really cool because like I get to I get to like watch the Uruguay games with my grandmother, and then I watch that's the cool. Italy games with my grandfather, and then we all watch the United States games. And now the United States actually has a team that's worth a shit. I can't wait for them to not do anything. I'm gonna be rooting against you. So there's they are the uh, I think they're the, actually the youngest team in the World Cup this year, and they have a couple of, like key guys who are hurt, which sucks. But in 2026, when it's in North America, they have a legit shot to win the fucking cup. Like they're good. Also, uh, Christian Pulisic, he's number ten. Sweet tattoo sleeve, by the way. He is real life Captain America. <laughs> All right, yeah, man, I'm pumped up for it. Yeah, World Cup's gonna be sick. It sucks that it's in Qatar because. Yeah, what time the game starts? Um, it's a good question. I don't know, but the first game is Sunday. It's Ecuador versus Qatar. I think the United States plays Wales on either Monday or Tuesday. I think Tuesday. Okay. But yeah, World Cup, great event. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, man. Uh, all right, a little bit of housekeeping before we get out of here. Next week, we are going to put an episode out. Probably going to come out Wednesday morning. Uh, obviously, next week is Thanksgiving, but we still got football. We're going to have Thanksgiving picks. I'll be having a pick for every game on Thanksgiving um, in honor of mobile gambling coming to Maryland. But just be on the lookout. We'll have the intern put out some messages regarding when the episode is going to come out. Probably going to be Wednesday morning. 
Uh, but just be on the lookout for that. Nice. All right. Final words. Stay hydrated, babes. Well said. I know I need to do more of it. Well said. Me too. Golly. Especially if you're going out next week or Yeah, please be careful, folks. Don't yeah. be idiots. Yeah, have fun, be safe. Enjoy some beverages on us. Absolutely. Invoice the intern. Yeah. Stay hydrated. <laughs> Keep going. Never let me